Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So just as a warning, this episode is a little bit gory. Um, oh, goody. But, yeah. but one, one, one thing that they do in the UK is they do love to make history exciting by telling you all of the gory details. Um, and I remember, just, just as an example, being an eight-year-old kid stood in a field somewhere in the West Country in England, and they were doing a, a English Civil War reenactment. Awesome. And a roundhead... Um, who has obviously fought, if you don't know anything about the English Civil War, it was the Roundheads versus the Cavaliers. It was Parliament versus the uh, the King. The Roundheads? Um, that just sounds like the, an insult. It was just the shape of their helmets. I think it oh, was okay. like okay. slang. Stuff. So and what, and what happened was he was telling us a story about he had a musket and they would fire musket balls. And he said um, that he was told, told us a story about a soldier who got hit in the head by a musket ball and his face exploded and he just had a hole in his face instead of a face and he was alive but he was obviously blind and couldn't talk. So the field medic at the time just poured some wine down his throat hole and apparently recovered. Um, and <laughs> so I have a very vivid imagination, Reese. As an eight-year-old kid, that just, made me love that made me love history. Welsh history teachers are so fucks. <laughs> oh my god. But even even like my son, he's got like these books that like he brought over from the UK and family bought him called it's called there's a whole show called Horrible Histories and it's a kids TV show and they teach kids about all the horrible stuff and it's just it makes it more exciting. I guess numbers, yeah. Oh my well, yeah, that's all right. Oh Jesus. So we've done this warning. So let's talk let's get on with the episode. Uh, okay. Thank you.
Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Hi, uh, everyone. This is Rhys. Um, this is Canadian Politics is Boring, and um, I'm, I'm here. I am conscious, and uh, somebody else is conscious is Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hello. That was sad. You could do better. Come on. You just went for a six-hour drive. You got sunburned. You woke yourself up with a McDonald's milkshake. That's so you, you do the intro. You do the intro. I'm, I'm not... I'm not a performer. Just you do the intro and we'll, we'll go into the episode. We're going to be here for an hour trying to do this otherwise. I need you to cheer. I need you to cheer me on. I need you to be like clapping and whistling and hooting and hollering as if you're in an audience. I'm, I'm not North American. I'm British. We don't do things like that. No. We're just digni- dignified. <laughs> Woo. Yay. You can do it, Jesse. <laughs> God, I'd hate to be a comedian in the UK. Um, God damn. Do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give the intro of your life now. <laughs> what do you got for me today? What are you teaching me? I got to say, like, I'm, I'm looking more and more looking forward to these episodes because of how beyond ridiculous okay. the topics well, are. And I'm so I'm, I'm very curious as to what you've got. To, to okay. How, today. how do you feel about uh, capital punishment? Not great. <laughs> not, and that, not that doesn't mean that they fo- that doesn't mean they force you to live in Ottawa. <laughs> we love you, Ottawa. We're joking. <laughs> he loves you. This episode is called "Hanging People Used to Be Fine." Um, <laughs> <laughs> you come up with the best titles. <laughs> I know. So, um, I'm very proud of my titles. So basically, like. It wasn't that long ago that capital punishment was fine in in Canada, and amazingly, it was done by hanging up until the nineteen seventies. The nineteen seventies, yes, seventies till the seventies, and they still used the technique known as hanging, which I thought just happened in uh, olden times. And your, you know, yeah, that's yeah, okay. In, so you know, he's got the plague. I, hang him, that kind of so, stuff. When was the last public hanging in Canada? We'll get to that. But oh, first of okay. all, I'm going to give all you right. the backstory and we'll go from there. This is amazing. I don't know how okay. you find this shit, Lisa. I don't, I don't know how Wikipedia, you find Wikipedia, it. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I find most things. <laughs> okay. Detailed research and Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, so from like, I, I think from nine. From the, from the details I looked at, from 1867 to, to 1976, uh, 1,481 people had been sentenced to death in Canada, and 710 people had been executed. Uh, 697 were men, and 13 were women. So, uh, and it's kind of like so a, a large tra- percent. A large percentage of people were sentenced to death, but never died. Yeah, they were sentenced to death, but then um, what, the just, judge just changed their mind, or they forgot I don't about know. it, or maybe they escaped because like prisons weren't as good back then. Right? They didn't, didn't have CCTV, that. or yeah, they all escaped. <laughs> they all so, escaped. Yeah. They all escaped. <laughs> Nearly five hundred people escaped. So, um, <laughs> okay, good on you. You were about to be hung. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so back when Canada was called New France, the hold um, on what? Well, Canada was kind of New France when the French settled in Canada first, before there was a major British influence. I did know that the French settled first, uh, which is how we got Acadia and Quebec, and amazingly, New Orleans. Uh, but I didn't know we were called New France. 
Um, cool. I, th- I think it's just a generic term. Like when they say New England, that's like a bunch of states on the east coast of America. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Please I continue. Think, Don't let me yeah, yeah. detract from so, the hanging. Um, so that basically execution was imported from Europe, like a lot of other things. Um, and it was common in New France that a male criminal who'd been sentenced to death could have his life spared if he agreed to take the job of executing others. Oh my God! What? So, like, you murdered you murdered someone, were sentenced to death. Unless you want to kill more people, then you can stay alive and just kill more people. <laughs> so, what about those people that he's killing? If they agreed to also kill more people, like, is it just like a killing? It did just become like this killing pyramid scheme, like <laughs> killing. Yeah, exactly the execution pyramid scheme, and yeah, it's just of, it's of just, New France. Unless, yeah. unless you'll be like, unless the position came up that morning maybe the other person like fell off a wagon and died or something and then uh it was just your lucky day they were like well we could execute you but listen this role's come up we think you'd be good for it you murdered someone in in cold blood so you so actually you've, you've got yeah, experience yeah you've, you've got experience we know you'll go through with it you won't embarrass <laughs> us in front of everyone so he's <laughs> the only one here with experience killing other people so he's great for the job oh but, the, but, the, but the plot thickens a female prisoner could have her life spared if she agreed to marry the executioner. What? So, so, so hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Who gets to decide that? The executioner? Like (laughs) the executioner is about to hang someone, thinks they're, oh, you know what? She's pretty. I'll, I'll, I won't hang you if you decide to marry me. Now there's a foundation of trust that any marriage could flourish on. I'm sure like that's, can you picture, how did you two meet? Do you have a story? Tell us the story. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was about to hang her and she gave me this cute little look. She batted her eyelashes at me and I thought, you know what? There's a wife. And I just, (laughs) I spared her life and we've been together ever since. She tries to kill me every night, but I'm on top of it. Don't worry. Like it's, yeah, I can see this. This is great. This is, yeah, this is. Think, think about the sequence of events, though, as well. You wake up in your, ho- in, in your, you wake up in a prison cell because you're about you've to say hotel. In your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Like, it seems pretty, the rules are bizarre. So, like, you wake up in your prison cell and you know you're going to be executed that day. And then they tell you that actually there's no executioner, but you can be the executioner and you'll get to live. And you go, oh, great. Okay, great. And then the person who was going to be executed after you was a woman. So then you end up waking up thinking you're going to get killed that day, but you end up with a job and a wife by the end of the day. I don't, I have, I'm speechless. I don't know what you're saying. Well, that's not what I expected today to go. (laughs) 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 So anyway, um, so after, after. So hold on a second. So a whole bunch of people were sentenced to death, but a whole bunch didn't die. Well, I think we now know why. Yeah, it's just didn't, well, they, they did escape, but with the rules, right? Yes, into marriage, exactly yeah. into <laughs> marriage or a job. So <laughs> indentured so, slavitude and marriage. Yeah, exactly. So after Confederation, there was like laws were passed, and um, there were only three offenses where you could be executed, which was murder, rape, and treason. Um, and the parliament also decided in like 1868 that the execution had to happen within a prison instead of in public with an audience, which is, which is nice. Sure. Gives the prisoners something to, to look forward to some entertainment. You know, there wasn't a lot of TV back in the 1800s. It just, so. Yeah. I suppose it stops like crowds of people turning out to watch people die. Right. Which, um, yeah. So, so probably ha- great for morale, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. So as I said, like hanging was the um, 
the main method, and they weren't great at doing it. So the first method of hang, the first method of hanging was called hoisting, where they would put a rope over somebody's neck, and then everyone would hoist them up in the air by pulling the other end of the rope. Oh my god! It. So, which sounds really comical. It sounds like something out of like, um, like. A, like slapstick movie, you know, where they're like, right, put her on his neck. Now you five hold this rope and run that way. <laughs> like, I can't be laughing about this. This is horrible. And then, and then someone came up with the technical innovation of getting them to stand on a cart and then pull, pushing the cart away from under them. Yeah, but that, is, I mean, they've been doing that for hundreds of years. This can't, this isn't like, how did Canada not hear about how the rest I, of the world was ex- executing people? I, I guess, you know, you kind of, you live in isolation. They didn't have as much, they didn't have Wikipedia to find right. out good, ex- yeah, yeah. you know, they, they weren't YouTube <laughs> tutorial videos in those times to show you how to hang someone successfully. Oh my God, this is, this is such a morbid episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus, Reese. <laughs> So they they also experimented with the length of the rope and the length of the drop, and they kind of perfected it so that it became more humane, so that people's necks would be dislocated immediately on impact. Um, but it took a long time for people to learn those skills and get it right because there was a lot of there were a lot of botched botched uh, kind of uh, hangings. Sweet tap dancing Jesus on a popsicle stick, you've reached the middle of the episode. That means a very special announcement for all you people out there in podcast land. Stay tuned. So while um, they considered it a humane method at the time with an expert executioner, um, there were <laughs> this one one incident. I keep laughing, but it's awful. Um, so condemned prisoners, <laughs> condemned prisoners were often decapitated by accident. Oh my um, god! This is uh, and oh people. So, there's one instance in Don Jail in Toronto where they someone dropped like, so far that their head was ripped off their body. This, yeah, this, and, some, and someone else went through the floor of that room into the room below as well. Oh my God. This so is supposed they, to be a comedy show, Reese. <laughs> a comedy show. Oh my God. We need to put a warning at the beginning of this one. This is. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my, so, so at one point, some poor schmuck dropped from a length of dropped like with a length of rope attached to their neck their head was ripped off of their body and then their decapitated body plunged through the floor beneath into the into the, the room below surprising yeah. whoever's down there playing cards just just a headless body just dropping onto their table this is this is to perfect the humane method of executing canadian prisoners yes yeah exactly the uh, all in the name I of mean, science yeah you know this is the development phase i guess they would call oh it God. today I want to publicly apologize to all of our listeners for this episode. This is, (laughs) God, (laughs) I have a vivid imagination, by the way. So I'm picturing all of this. This is not going to be great for my sleep tonight. Like it just goes, I mean, this, the, 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 the funny part is the absurdity of it all. How absurd, like the notion of capital punishment is, but also how absurd these attempts are to claim you are humanely executing people. Right, um, yeah. And, uh, they, you know that, that's where the humor comes from. It's not laughing at people getting decapitated. It's laughing. At, Although that is pretty um, funny, to, I gotta say. Yeah. Just yeah, no, only because only because you don't joking. know them, and it was a yeah. hundred years ago. <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> the, uh, a man named John Radcliffe was Canada's first professional executor uh, in uh, 1892, um, and then after he died, there was a guy named Arthur Ellis who worked as a hangman in Canada until he botched 
a an execution in in Montreal in 1935, um, and was then replaced by a woman called, uh, and this was a fake name. She was uh, Camille Bronchard. Um, it's a great fake name. It's a great fake name, and and she she oversaw more than 85 execute. She oversaw more than 85 executions, um, more than any other. Um, she saw. Well, this was in Bordeaux prison, which where 85 of those executions happened, which was like one of the, the records. Um, and she carried out most of the executions in the post-war period in Canada. And the best part is she did it for free. She didn't get paid. She just did it for the, for the love of the job. Of course she did. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, just, <laughs> hey, what are you doing today? Oh, not much. Well, it's your lucky day. Why don't you come on down to the prison and uh, we've got some fun for you to have. Oh boy, yay! Like, is this, this is, she didn't get paid. They, they offered her no. money and she's like, nope, I'm not taking your filthy, filthy money. Just give me some people to kill. Like that's- Look, look at the smile on my face. This is all the payment I need. Right, and maybe like an employment of the month plaque every now and exactly. again, like, yeah, exactly. and a big ham at Christmas. So. An empl- <laughs> Can you imagine what would employee of the month be like for professional executors? Like that's <laughs> you know, like Costco to- when you get to the tills, they've got all the pictures of employee of the month. It's just her for like <laughs> every month. <laughs> that's all the payment so, she needs. The, the last two people executed in Canada were a gentleman named Ronald Turpin and Arthur Lucas. Um, they were con- both convicted for murder, um, and they were executed in Toronto in 1962, which isn't that long ago, really, when you think Not about really, it. No. Um, and, and they were, both men were informed they would likely be the last people to ever hang in Canada, and they described it as some consolidation. <laughs> So, congratulations, you're the last people to ever die this way in Canada. Um, and the people in the queue behind you, they're fine. Does that, does that make you feel better? Is that some consolidation? It's like waiting to get into a club and then the bouncer cuts you off. But like a, like the opposite of that, like waiting to get into hell. But even then, like after they've been doing this for nearly 200 years, they botched the final one and Lucas's head was nearly torn right off because they miscalculated I'm his I'm going weight. to fucking throw up if you keep talking about this shit. <laughs> this is, oh my God, no, but, but it just shows It just shows how like awful it is because even after, like I said, after 200 years, they still got it wrong. And this was like, this is the last one, last time we're ever going to do it. And then they still did it anyway. They were like, oh, your chances are you're going to be the last person to, for this to happen to. You could have gone like, well, why don't we just pretend we're all sick for three weeks? Right, wait for that room to change. You know, it's like yeah, you can't hang someone who's sick. That's that's. But instead, they did it and they messed it up um, just by not they they miscalculated his weight. Well, just have a weighing scales there in the prison. I'm sure there must be one in a store cupboard. You know, it's not like a fairground ride where you guess someone's weight. God, (laughs) it's not guesswork. It you know, it's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. This is this is (laughs) so. So even though, so eventually, event, the last person sentenced to death was uh, Mario Gotha in 1976. So the last people to be hung were in the 60s, but they started to not do it very often. And it had kind of been 
not a, it was a, the public opinion was swinging against us so they hadn't done it and the last person um who was sentenced it never happened to because um capital punishment was abolished uh, the same year that they'd been convicted so they they kind of it would have happened but the law got changed uh, which is crazy so actually the law finally changed the same year that bohemian rhapsody was released <laughs> which is crazy wow Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't think that's coincidentally tied together at all, but maybe it is. Maybe it, maybe is. it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. This has <laughs> been a like a fucking we're not, oh, we're sobering episode. We're, we're not, not over. We're not at the end. Not at we're the not, end. Oh, so, good so D. Even, Tell even me though, more. Oh, even my though God. even though it was abolished for civilians, it wasn't abolished for um serving people serving in the military. So they could still get executed at firing squad, cowardice, desertion, unlawful surrender, or spying for the enemy. So if you were, a, um, but that was then actually changed cowardice. in cowardice. So yeah, I don't. I'm 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 afraid of bullets. Get over here. We're going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how to be afraid of a bullet. Like, oh my that's god, that's a very very broad. Um, and that was changed in 1998, which is nice. Which was uh, not that long ago. 1998 was the last time a military person. Oh, no, was- they didn't. They didn't shoot anyone. Unless they they got around to changing the rule in 1998. Oh, in 90. So, okay, I see. Okay. So now you don't get the death penalty in in the Canadian military for any of those uh, those things. That's great. That's great. Yay. Yay! So so while opposition to the death penalty increased in the 90s and early 2000s, um, the Canada is actually. In 2004, only 48% of Canadians favoured the death sentence for murderers. 48? Wow. And then in 2020, 51% of Canadians are in favour of reinstating the death penalty for, for murder. Oh my God. Um, so it's kind of, although it got changed and, and support for it dropped, it's kind of crept up and it's apparently is comparable to the same state statistics as, as the United States. There's a very similar public opinion to it. So if this lesson is, is, is anything, that there should hopefully be a lesson that it's probably not a good idea to bring it back <laughs> even right? if the public opinion swings to the majority. No because, kidding. Because, yeah, they get it wrong. Um, unless they bring back those rules of, like, you can be an executioner or get married, maybe. Right, yeah, I think that's that's suffering a bit. Yeah, that should definitely be brought back. And if any, <laughs> one of the, if any one of the people that you're about to execute you find attractive and you want to not kill them, you can just marry them instead yeah yeah exactly i think i think it's a good technique yeah yeah so have you have you enjoyed hanging people used to be fine the episode i gotta tell you reese uh (laughs) there's been some some not a lot some criticism about my laugh over the past few uh little while and and this if you want to get me to laugh less get me to talk about uh and listen to um an episode on botched hanging because that's just just oh my god like i'm a little queasy to my stomach right now just because all the visualization like i I picture everything uh thank you so much for for oh god you end the episode i can't do it i'm too depressed this is just (laughs) but did you learn i learned there has been learning yes there's been much learning thank you for listening to our comedy show so glad that you've uh, come to join us and stick us in your ear holes just the way you like it uh, this has been Canadian Politics is Boring. Uh, my name is Jesse Harley. With me, as always, is Reese Waters. I'm going to go throw up. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a, a great time. And uh, remember, the next time somebody says, should we bring back capital punishment? Just remember the some of the gory details that we covered. 
Please, have a detail review. God, okay. My torso is so cold. Why is that, Reese? Well, I, I, my skin has tiny translucent hairs on it to, to help moderate my body temperature, but it's very ineffective in this cold Canadian breeze. I wish there was some kind of T-shaped uh, shirt I could wear over my torso, but... You do walk around own- naked an awful lot of the time. Yeah, not only do I want to have my torso warm, I wish there was an obscure joke that only people who listen to a specific podcast would get on that t-shirt as well. If only there was a solution to your problem. Too bad there isn't. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.